broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. And get me out of this. How great is this song? One of my favorites. Love Warren Zevon. Underrated in the pantheon of rock and roll. I know we didn't have There's like... There's a place for uh, Warren Zevon for sure. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not like the deepest, longest contribution, but like the stuff he did put out was just... Oh. He actually started... He recorded very long in his career, but I'm saying the hits were limited. I mean, how you many... know how like certain songs bring you back to like the summer of 95? Sure. Or the, Warren Zevon brings me back to, like, February of 95. It's not like a summer. No. It's not summer music, but it's like that teenage angst and being in your room and, and uh, trying to find more out of lyrics than just appear. Yeah. No, nah, there's, there's, like, an anger to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, mean, like, yeah, the angst. angst. I think yeah. uh, he captures a lot of that. Yes. And it's. He's not really even singing about anything. I love that song. That's a, Here's the thing, I, and I've said this recently in conversation to people. I love, 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 love songs that tell a story in three minutes where you can have characters developed in your head, and you've got this entire story mapped out in three minutes. Like, yeah. to me, no one in the world... I mean, I think the seven-minute songs tell the best stories. Of course, like but scenes. no... Sure, but it's funny because the or first person I think about who does seven. the best job of that ever is Billy Joel. Yeah. He will create a character, a set of characters... Pre-80s, Pre-80s Joel. Oh, oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, not Uptown Girl Joel. <laughs> right. that's, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about... Right, right the, first, the first four or five albums of Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah. but like... Um, so like uh, summer in Highland Falls, mm-hmm. right? It's like you can make a movie about summer in Highland Falls. You know, there's there's people there. Uh, he's got so many so many songs like that. Yeah, it's like we've had different John. forms of, uh, over the years where it's like you know you can have a, a song that can tell a story in under ten minutes. You have a a movie that can tell a story in, in two hours. Then you have books, TV, you know, all depending. But a, a, a story told in a song is a great thing. And then he got like Warren Zevon, who somehow like that song "Excitable Boy" is so ridiculous, and 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 the lyrics. You familiar with that one? Yeah, I love that song. It's He's, about a guy who murders his prom date, right? Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, no, Excitable boy. Kill was always a pain in the ass, sure. and eventually he murders his prom date. And they're just like, yeah, yeah. You get like uh, <laughs> you Excitable know, Boy. I, I think you get uh, stuff like you know Jeremy from Pearl Jam. Yeah. You know that really. It tells a story in such a bit. Take the money and run, Steve Miller band. Like, there's movies in those songs. I love that. that I think cool. Bob Dylan did it the best when it comes to Oh, that. man. Dylan. Can make quite, quite a few movies See, out of the his. difference with him is he wrote novels in he, songs. Like, Tangled yes, Up in Blue right. isn't a movie. It's a novel. It, it, you're, you're That's exactly the difference. Right. He, he took it a step further. It was, it was serious, serious stuff that that guy put down on and paper. And he was like, so epic. prolific. Oh, my God. It's yeah. just... Didn't stop. No, I'm I'm an absolutely huge fan. So, all right, well, welcome to episode, good God, what are we on? 112? We're on 113. 113, yeah, 112 was last week. So 113 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you recapping trivia goodness for the upcoming week on QuizzoTrivia.com. 
Nick, I'm going to start you off with this general knowledge question, which is always the first category we like to throw stuff uh, back and forth at each other on. What part of the car is named after something that people used to bring in the car? Part of the car. Part of the car that it's now named for something that people used to bring in the car? I, I wouldn't even say in the car. Used to attach to the car. The trunk? Yes. <laughs> the car trunk is named the car trunk. Because if you think of a trunk, it's something right. you might... They literally used to attach a trunk to the back of the Model T. I can almost like picture a, that. A in standard my like trunk. That, yeah. And it's like, where's the car trunk? I mean, now we got the Thule. Sure, yeah, oh, but the tr- that's on top. But yeah. but literally, a car trunk comes from the uh, the trunk you used to literally just strap to the back of your car to bring stuff because those yeah, you we- like you didn't vacation, leave anything in it. You have that little deck on the back. You yeah. strap it with the yeah, leather belts, and yeah, 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 exactly. You're ready to head down to Atlantic City for the weekend. Absolutely crazy. So good job. You nailed that. I mean, really, what else going to be the radiator? I got a good couple of um, general knowledge questions to find. I feel like sometimes entertainment questions are the most popular. People like entertainment questions the most. But since we only have 10 questions in the entertainment round, I love finding entertainment questions that cross over a couple of different genres so I can throw them in general knowledge. Here's a good example. Do it. Where are you at with, like, your wedding song? I forget what you picked for your wedding song. Did you go with a new song that was popular of the day or a classic? Absolute classic. I I don't regret it even though I'm divorced. Agree. I couldn't remember yours, so that's why I didn't just go out and say. Who was my bachelor? Who are these people that pick songs that are popular of the year and get married? Who was my, what did we do for my bachelor party, Nick? Oh, the boss. Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Got it. That's correct. There you go. It's, it's also a great trivia question because Boston write it. It's one of his best songs, but he's not the author. So would you believe the most popular wedding song of 2018 is an Ed Sheeran song? Sure, I would. You would? Of course. Thinking out loud. You got it. Didn't even have to no. ask the question. <laughs> not at all. All right, I'll give you a better one. You ready? Who sued Ed Sheeran over the song Thinking Out Loud, Nick? Mm. Turned it around on you, didn't I? Mm. Turned it around on you, didn't I? There's no question. Tom Petty? No. It's a good guess, though. The only reason I guessed that, not because of the song, I heard that Tom Petty's estate. He he sued, um, who's that other guy that sings? Sam Spade? Sam (laughs) Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Who's that other guy? Not, Sam not Spade, that detective. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I think you're pretty sure that's Detective Sam Spade. That's Humphrey uh, Bogart. All right, hold that's on. Hold on. Okay. Let me think. think it out loud. What does that sound like? Yeah, I'm, I'm dying to know if you can get this. <sighs> I wish you had it queued up. Derek, you, you want to hear the show or you just stand there? He's got it. He, yeah, go I, I was pointing. I was pointing. Give me a second. Hold on. Give me a second. If you've got, do you know the exact part in which... It's under scrutiny. I, I believe the uh, the comment that was made is that it is the entire the entire song is taking quote the essence of this song. Yeah, I never understood these arguments, and I don't like them. Okay, here's all I can tell you: it didn't win. Okay, <laughs> okay, because it's, it's, it's already been dismissed. Songs, I couldn't believe that Marvin Gaye's estate was able to get ten million dollars out of Robin Thicke. Well, did you I don't think know how that, they did you think that that sound? I mean, it does, but again, you're, 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 when it comes to music, and, and I get it if you're ripping it. It's, it's a ridiculous argument, too. Oh, so it's going to be hard for me to get it. Then. But you almost just said it. 
Which is funny. Because it's not Tom Petty, but no. it's of the same. Yeah. So imagine you sue Robin Thicke and you win, right? They won, by the way. Yeah, they got $10 million. So the family's like, Robin well, who else sounds like Marvin Gaye? Oh, so did they sue him, too? They sued Ed Sheeran for this song. <laughs> they said, this sounds like, they let's took, get it on. They took their $10 million and doubled down. Let's get it on. I, I just find let's these artists to be ridiculous. That's what they said. They said, this is the baseline of let's get it on. I mean. Let's get it on. It's just eventually we're going to get to the point in music where. It slowed down and whatever. Anyway, the, the suit was dismissed. So. I mean, what's funny is you can have that movie that John Krasinski made, The Quiet Place. Sure. Then you can make that movie, Bird Box. Right. Which is the exact same, same movie. exact thing. Yet they didn't get Change sued. it. But sure. if you have a bass line that somehow resembles a song from 1972 the, or something. My favorite thing about this song, I love so many things about Ed Sheeran, but the story of this song is the best, right? So this romantic love song about loves that last forever, 70 years down the line, I'll still be loving you, right? It was written... <laughs> About Everybody's Wedding Song. Everybody's Wedding Song. It was written about an executive from the record industry that he met and started dating after one of his like long-lasting former, before-famous high, high school girlfriend relationships, right? Okay. So she was like assigned to Ed Sheeran, and they ended up dating. Okay? Okay. They lasted six months, Nick. Yeah, but sometimes, <laughs> I mean, the best songs were written over, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, I, this song is about timeless, ageless love. Bob songs about, It's like, you know, I, honey, I'll be loving you till I'm 70. And it's like, you didn't five. even make it a year. Off the top of your head without thinking about it, how many girls do you think you felt that way about over the years? Never. Really? Are you kidding me? You never felt... No. ...that you were in love for the rest of your life? Absolutely not. Not like this kind of song love. Huh. I don't have the emotes that Ed Sheeran has. <laughs> and I've even said this to the significant other in, in my life. I have said, like, I, don't, I can't emote like that. Like, I can't think of, like, this deep, endless stuff because, I don't know, I, I just, it's just, it's too hokey. And it doesn't, it's not real. Folks, he lasted six months with the person he wrote this song about. Don't use it as your wedding song. Well, that's a different story. I don't know. I, I take that argument back. I just Songs feel like don't mean pop anything. music lasts about six months, about as long as this relationship did. Sure. How do you pick a song? That's just six as your months old. Song that's Go with be. like Lady in Red or something, you know, for God's sakes. You know what I'm saying? I got you. All right. Moving on. Ooh. You want something? Wait. All right. That's enough out of you. All right. Uh, go for it. Yeah. All right. It's my general knowledge entertainment theme this boom, week. Boom, boom. The Life of Jordan Belafort was made into what movie by Martin Scorsese? Okay, you realize like I'm connected with him on LinkedIn and I've had conversations no, with I him. Don't, no, I don't. Okay, it's The never... Wolf of Wall Street, yeah, Jordan yeah. Belafort. Uh, so I shouldn't have given you the Scorsese. <laughs> no, well, the score, you didn't need to give me the Scorsese. He, he and I have had a nice uh, series of conversations. He, he's he a motivational speaker. That's what he does for a living. Motivational speaker? Yeah, he gets hired by corporations all over the world to talk about tr- retraining employees, sales techniques. He's still one of the great salesmen of all time, even though he used it in a very uh, not so... Does he still have that connection for lewds? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that movie, too? Uh, Jonah Hill um, got a very, very bad infection from that movie and almost died. You know why? No. Because he was snorting vitamin D 
in all those scenes. And that's not good for you. No. <laughs> You're not supposed <laughs> to be doing that at the level he was doing it. And he kept doing take after take after take of, you know, blowing lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot of a lot of cocaine in that movie. Cocaina. Cocaina in that movie. I do not condone it. It's a horrible, Cocaina. horrible thing. People don't like it. What can I tell you? Anyway, Jonah Hill was blowing uh, vitamin D, awesome. but it landed him. In I'm hospital. glad he's all right. Yeah, it's, Martin, he's you got to go a easy on that. Over the years, though, Jonah Hill. Yeah, I don't know. I love I love Jonah Hill, but I don't know. L- lately, it seems like yeah. he's been whining. Lately, I feel Jonah Hill's a whiny bitch. <laughs> what you got? I just gave those. You just gave it to me, so I have to ask you another thing. Oh my god! Fire back or move on. Uh, we already going into sports. I guess we should. Yeah, I guess we should. Um, let's let's already go into sports. Um, nah, Do you know, these are th- this. I'm gonna give you this one more. Then you go into sports, okay? I'm gonna Do give you this one more. This is almost sort of an entertainment question, and uh, but it's it's more general knowledge. What MTV reality character, um, had. All right, how do I phrase this? This is the good one. All right. Um, So a major fashion brand sent what MTV reality character their competitor's uh, product. I I know this. To get that in in an attempt to get her to stop wearing hers. Oh, her. Wow. Yeah. I was, I would have bet a large amount of money that it would have been the situation. But it's got to be the same show. So, Snooks? Yes. All right. So, it happened to the situation. It happened to all of them. Oh, okay. But different brands. So, the situation was Abercrombie and Fitch. Abercrombie and Fitch paid to to have them stop wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. I feel like I heard that. But, but. For Snooks, it was a whole different story, okay? They sent um, the competitors' clothes. Yes. So this gotcha. was genius. This company <laughs> wanted her to stop w- using her purse. I guess she wore Fendi, like whatever her brand okay. of purse was. So they're like, all right, our biggest competitor is Coach, G- Coach or Gucci. Get her the nicest stuff you can Keep find from them and bags. send it all to her. And it worked. So she started switching to the loyalty brand, and that brand was like, all right, we're no longer associated with Snuff. I would like to see what brands they were, and I want to know if it was coached specifically because you could see if the – how the stock price did after Snooks was wearing. Yeah, I think that's – well, but if you're a high-end purse brand, it's all about the level of celebrity that – Oh, absolutely. Because it's all ridiculous. Like those Birkin bags. Aren't this they like $10,000 or something? I mean, how could you pay $10,000 for a bag? It, it's got to be. The only reason is because it is got the label on it. All right. Let's see. This is great. Dunan claims that various fashion houses are engaging in preemptive product placement or unbranding by sending Snooky new purses <laughs> from their competitors' collections. <laughs> unbranding. They didn't, unbranding. They, they don't even mention... Uh, they don't even mention the brands. They're just unbranding. Yeah, they, they, did, they didn't. I guess you know whoever got this report there didn't mention the brand specifically because they didn't want to give the brand credit. You know, credit yeah. for doing it. Poor Snooks. All right, man. Sports. Here we go. Yards per game in NFL history. Minimum fifteen games. Two for ten. All three for twenty. Highest yards per game in NFL history. Passing? No. 
team? Yards per game uh, from scrimmage. So we're talking rushing or receiving. Highest yards per game in NFL history. Minimum 15 games. Two for 10, all three for 20. I'll give you a clue if you want. There's some recent guys on this list. You don't ask me questions unless there's some recent guys on this list. They're all active. Yeah. (laughs) So number four on the list, the great Jim Brown, who we spoke about last week. Eight of nine years in the league rushing titles. Yep. These three guys are all. So he's out 125 yards a game over his career. Number three on the list is at 126. Number two on the list, 129. And number one on the list is at 131. Wow. All right, so I'm going to go with Le'Veon Bell. Number two on the list. Yes! New York Jet star running back, Le'Veon Bell. <sighs> so you got a guy at 131 and a guy at 126. I'm going to go with last year's fantasy stud for Team Cromartie's kids, Saquon Barkley. Number three on the list. Yeah! 26 yards per game. So you're missing only number one all time for your 20 points. You already got your 10. Gosh darn it. I still didn't get my all. Number one on the list, still active. Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be McCaffrey? Easy Eddie? No. Christian? Christian. No. Oh. No, it's not. It's not Kareem Hunt, is it? Did he make it through 15 games before he got the suspension? Who won the rushing title as a rookie? Who runs behind the... Best offensive line in football. That would be Mr. Ezekiel Zeke. Elliott. 131 yards a game. Yeah, that was a stupid guess on McCaffrey. I should have guessed Zeke. Good. Yeah, you know what? It's just because of the suspension, for some reason, I was but it's factoring that out. Yeah, it didn't matter. Right. So, all right, all right. There you go. Give me what you got. All right. Yeah, there's a question. Do I have anything? <laughs> <laughs> you been anywhere this week? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Any I drama have... in your life? Uh, there, there is, there is. Let's <laughs> see. Um, God, I had so many excellent questions. Uh, let's see, but where are all they? Most of them, unfortunately, are in entertainment. That's just the. Uh, are you want me to give you one more in sports then, and we'll move on? Uh, do I have anything in sports for you? I have to give you something, otherwise I feel yeah, like it's kind of like he didn't even participate. Didn't even didn't really even participate <laughs> in it. Um, I did have I did have some it's stuff. It's okay if I know it. It's fine. No, it's fine. I, it's uh, I'm just trying to think of what the Oh, okay. Here was my question. So this uh, was the hybrid uh, sports and entertainment question. I just skipped right over it. I I I had already highlighted this one. Okay. So what celebrities mugshot? Okay. Famous mugshot photo. Famous. Features them now wearing the jersey of the current Stanley Cup champion. So the St. Louis Blues are the current Stanley Cup champion. There we go. So two-part two part trivia question. Who won the Stanley Cup? First time ever in uh, franchise history. So now what years. celebrity's famous mugshot? Features him or okay, her so wearing. Just gave me the him clue, and then he take it back I with I said the him heart. or her. It's an iconic photo, and we've had it in the mugshot round. Probably my favorite one ever. My favorite one ever is um, uh, what's Gary Busey. I love that. That is just so 
maniacal. We've, we have, got, I mean, we have gotten just... so much out of the mugshots over the years. There's, I mean, folks, that... there's 15 picture rounds of mugshots. That Gary Busey picture is just how do you let your life get to the point where you you were nominated for an Academy Award? For Lord God's sake. He's um, certifiably insane. I feel like it's a her because you did the him or her. So just is it a her or we can move on? It's a him that kind of looks like a her in this picture. Shia LaBeouf? No. All right, Nick. He tweeted out this photo last night from his account and said, one word, congratulations. Ozzy Uh, Osbourne. Oh, wow. Is that the greatest? Ozzy Osbourne from 1984 when he was arrested wearing a sick... Was I, it the time he bit the head off the I don't bat know, but he was clearly on something. Did Look he at bite his the head off the rat or the bat. So, the bat, yeah, and like okay. spit it at a board meeting or and something. And I think he got arrested for that. Well, whatever. I wonder if that's anyway. Thing. Yeah, that's it's awesome. <laughs> so Gosh, what's that jersey worth today? Oh, I don't even know. But how great is that? He waited, you know, forty something <laughs> years. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations! And it's like retweeted two hundred thousand times. The best thing about Ozzy is just a man of few words. <laughs> It's just the best. All right. I got my one sports in. If you want to give me one more, then we can move on to geography history. I got plenty for you. All right, I'm gonna stick, I got three questions. I'm going to stick with the NFL here for one more in sports. Okay. Another bonus question here. Two answers, 10 points for each correct answer. Give me the two NFL teams that share the record for the most wins in a championship season. 10 points each. Give me the two NFL teams that share the record for the most wins in a championship season. Miami Dolphins. Incorrect, sir. Oh, because there wasn't enough games. Wasn't they went fourteen and zero? Right, plus the playoffs. Right, not enough. Yeah, gotcha. That, that, that's that's, where that's I'm the thinking. trap. That's the that's trap. That's the trap. Then. Yep. And in my mind, there's one team to me that famously went fifteen and one and won a championship. The other one I wouldn't have gotten. The either. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, you got you got it. Yeah. Well, that was actually the one that I didn't. I didn't know they went fifteen and one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, the first Super Bowl, the the win against the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Their, yeah, I, their, didn't, I didn't their, realize f- that. Their first run, they were, and they crushed the Bengals. Like the Bengals gave them a game a little bit more in the rematch. Yeah, that was Asaisen. a good game. Yeah, that was yeah, a it was game. a very good game. Yeah. Um, so the other one I think is easier than the Niners, only because I didn't know that the Niners were fifty to one that year. It was a little before. What was that? Eighty three or something like that. I want to say it's either the Redskins or the Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to say Cowboys. Wrong. Redskins? Nope. Giants? Super Bowl shuffle, baby. Oh, the Bears, of course. Of course, the 15-1 Bears. I know who it's not. The 16-0 New England Patriots. Patriots, yes. (laughs) They didn't didn't, didn't utter it on. Yes, thank you to David Tyree, the most meaningless Syracuse graduate of all time. Thank you, David. What a catch. Oh, do I love you. Um all right, so I got so much uh, in the way of geography history. It's hard to so go first. Hard to know. So I'm definitely going first. But uh, let me see. I'm going to ask you this one: True or false? The Queen of England is assigned a champion for trial by combat purposes. True. <laughs> it is. Wow. Not only crazy. is it. Her champion is 65 years old. He's never been called into combat, but he is a chartered accountant named John Fane Marmion. So when does it come? Trial by combat? Yeah. So if she's a, if accused, she's accused of, something, of something and she chooses trial by combat, she this has guy's a 65 got a, year old. He's got to fight. Can she re-up? I don't know. Or, 
You would think that she'd be able to get whoever she wants. You think somebody's going to accuse the Queen of England of anything at this point? No. No. <laughs> but it's awesome that she has him, and he's never been used, and he's just an accountant. Can you imagine the story that guy's got? Like, who are you? I'm the Queen of England's chosen warrior for trial by combat, sir, and you have insulted me. I don't know. What does that gig pay? But I love that it's Sir Francis John Fane Marmion. Damoke, the 65-year-old chartered accountant, the champion for purposes of trial by combat of Queen Elizabeth II. All right, man, give me the only three-word state capital. Three-word U.S. state capital. One Love it. Not three syllables, three words. Three words. Do you know where Nixon delivered his I'm not a crook speech from? You aware of this? Wasn't it like, uh, wasn't he like uh, in the fort, the, the plane or, or the uh, air base before he got on the plane to take off? Hmm. You know, it, it, it does seem like that. I wonder if that's a different moment of his, though. I don't know. Because it does. Because the... when I, yeah, when I saw this, I was like, that's not even possible. But then I looked it up. I'm going to ask it in a true or false question. Is Porto Prince a uh, USA <laughs> capital? That's a capital eight. I right? am aware. <laughs> I just thought that's funny. It's like, oh, I found a, I found something that was three. Um, God, uh, let's see. I, I am okay, so let me I'll help you through this. Most two-word state capitals contain what word in it? New. No, those are states. Right. Most two-word state capitals contain what word in it? City. Right. Right. So if it's a three-word, you figure that's got to be in it, right? So blank, blank city. New Jack City. <laughs> I love that city. That is the best city. New Jack City is fantastic. Um, yeah, I, it's it's just not coming to me. I'll for put it. I'll put it in a Jeopardy question. Where do bachelor parties never travel to? Uh, oh, Utah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. There you go. Three, Three words. words. Oh, how did I just? Yeah, that's <laughs> that was the best clue you're gonna give in the thing. Immediately, it's amazing when you f- when you zoom in on thinking like. Atlantic City, the capital of sin on the East Coast. Right. Where's the capital of not sin in the United Salt States? Lake Salt Lake City is the first place that comes to my mind. Like maybe Park City, Utah was actually the first place that came to my mind. But um, All right. So this is perfect follow-up for that because it's just such a great little twist. With an average alcohol consumption more than twice as much as a French person and seven times much as the average person in the United States, what country is the largest wine consumer in the world per capita? And if you need the clue, what small country? So it's not Italy. No. Seven times. Can you imagine drinking seven times more than Americans in anything? No. You know, and I, I thought, like, I mean, I assume that every woman in America is drinking a half a bottle of wine I, a night, right? I, I read that, and Minimum. I was like, what the hell is going on They're telling you they're drinking a half a bottle. Right. They're drinking a bottle. Right. Well, what is it, going on? They call on? it two glasses, but I've seen these glasses yeah. now. It's great. They're troughs. It's a bucket. <laughs> it's a bucket. Right. You could bathe in the glass. Seven times that much wine. Well, it's a small country. 
Well, it's always per capita, so that's the whole thing. I always thought Italy and France were the highest per capita. So are we going like a Liechtenstein, something like that? (laughs) Something like that. Uh, You're kind of right. All right, I'm going to say You're kind of right about your your – Oh, that's a great guess. But you got the right country the first time, but you got the wrong thing, wrong place. So not Liechtenstein. What's the smallest country in the world? Vatican City. They drink seven times. Ladies and gentlemen, the most alcohol (laughs) in the world per capita is consumed in Vatican City. People are drunk basically all the time there. Isn't it all nuns and priests that live there? uh, Hey, I don't know what to tell you about the information. I'm just letting you know that Vatican City is the largest wine consumer in the world per capita. Each resident of the city-state consumes an average of 74 liters of wine per year, nearly 100 bottles. That's twice as much as in France. 10 liters a year? And That's all we drinking in Yeah, the, and seven times as much more than the United States. So 10 liters of wine. Just do the... Put it this way. Everyone there drinks. 12? That's the, that's the difference. Forty dollars, forty quarters of a bottle <laughs> yeah, so for twenty-five. Fourteen bottles of wine. Fourteen bottles. Is the fourteen bottles of sixty-five oh, wines. Doesn't seem right to me. Forty-seven dollars is three hundred and seventy-five glasses of wine. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't feel like I drink a lot of wine, but I'm drinking way more than fourteen bottles a year. Are you drinking more than a hundred? Oh no way. Okay. I well, probably the, drink maybe a bottle of wine a week. The average person. The yeah, average I person. That, actually, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I do drink more than a bottle a week. I find that incredible. Oh, uh, wow. I love it. All right. Good one. All Great right. One. Move on entertainment, Sounds or you want to give me. me one more in geography history? I, w- I was going to ask you where Nixon delivered that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you did ask me, and I, did c- I couldn't really I, get it. I, I don't really know how to. Like, uh, see, what amusement park? What, what? tourist destination? Was, was he Disney World? Yeah. <laughs> Deliver that from Disney World. He did World. I Am Not a Crook yes. at Disney World? Yes. I know. How did I know that? Oh, that's. That's why we do this for a living. I know. I, I want it. That's insane. Yeah. That's exactly a Trumpian yeah. <laughs> type of thing. It's like at the Boy Scouts of America. Let me go insult the former president. I love it. It's like, I love it. <laughs> There's really not much more you can say than that. All right. I have a bunch of great entertainment for you. Um, and I'm going to ask you this. Uh, the former lead single of the band, uh, the lead singer of the band. Oh, man. You know what? Gosh, darn it. I had such a great geography history question. Go ahead. Give it to me. All right. One more, and then we'll move on to entertainment. Okay. Because this actually is part geography history, part entertainment. All right. A small island off the coast of what state is home to 150 wild bison? A small island off the coast of what state is home to? 150 wild bison. I don't know about this island, so I just have to narrow it down. Well, you think about it. If it's off the coast of a state where bison are in the plains, there's no coast of those states. Well, That's why it's a weird question. Well, New York could be. Sure. That was the first thing that came to mind, but I, I live so close to it. I can't imagine there's 150 wild bison. I've lived in New York. It's Nobody's seems, told you about Bison Island. Yeah. You, you, you would have heard I about like it. I I would know it. So then I, you know, I think of maybe like Michigan's got a bunch of tiny islands, but I spent a lot of time in Michigan. 
I don't remember Bison Island. Then I think of Alaska, a lot of islands. But again, how do bison fare in that weather? <laughs> it's cold for bison. So I am going to say Texas. It's a great guess. Ah. It's California. Now, you want to know why, Nick? This is the best story. Thought of it. This is great. In 1924, they were making a movie off this island in California, and they imported 14 bison to make this western, and they just freaking left them there. And now there's and now there's 150 wild bison, almost 100 years later, roaming this California. Well, bison island. very easy to maintain. Bison, grass. Yeah, this they don't is, need much. They loved it. They were happy. They <laughs> like thanks for moving <laughs> us in. We're gonna pro, we're gonna keep procreating. We water, got generations they need of water and grass. We got generations of bison so coming. But isn't that great? They just made a movie and they're like, "What do we do with these bison?" I don't know. Just let them go. Leave them there. <laughs> these things are disgusting. What do you I want to bring them back. Bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> so strange, you know what that though. bison did to my truck? <laughs> yeah, man. Have you seen what the plane that we flew in on smelled like once you load it with 14 bison and you put them airborne and their ears pop? Holy. And PETA can't get mad because the bison are living it up. <laughs> I mean, it's, but I find Great that climate. I, I just find that hilarious. It's like they just, you know, this movie studio in the middle of nowhere re- relocated these bison, and now they're stuck with. Well, I'm happy bison. for the bison because I don't think there's been a more mistreated animal in, uh, uh, yeah, we've, in, in North America, especially in Louisiana. The we've seen what oh. they do to those things in Louisiana. Yeah, that was it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> what a do scrawny you? bison. Nothing <laughs> worse than a scrawny bison. So that's kind of entertainment and and uh, you know. Geography yeah, history yeah, yeah. in one. So what do you have in the entertainment world as we wrap things All up? All right, I got a two-part here. I'm going with video games this week in the entertainment round. On. Okay. Video games is the theme. First question. What is the best-selling video game console of all time? What is the best? Atari? No way. No way. All right, I would guess um, PlayStation 2. You're right. Because that was like the first, and that didn't have any competitor next to it. it. So yeah, everybody, it was huge. Was everybody buying, went on to it. Yeah, got, yeah. Got, yeah. yeah, it had it Sega was a down Genesis time for Nintendo. Yeah, Sega Genesis reason. was the the best one before that, and this blew it away. Like, yeah, it was before Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I think. Yep. So all right, that's a, that's a good one. Um, all right, this one blew me away, dude. I didn't know the I didn't know this, and knowing this band. I was so fascinated hearing this because it's like an alternate history of music that never got made, and I would have loved to see what happens if it came out of it. So what former lead singer of the band Scandal was asked by Eddie Van Halen to replace David Lee Roth as the lead singer of Van Halen? Isn't Scandal a girl group? Isn't it? It it is. I got to come up with her name? Yeah. Jeez. Very famous name. Want to hear some music? I do, yeah, I like Scandal. Goodbye to you, right? Yeah, I man. Just, I love that song. Yeah, they have another my... song I like, too. Ah, it's absolutely one of the best uh, chick bands of all time because she's a freaking legend. Like, yeah. All right. How about this? Oh, The Warrior. Yeah, that's it. I knew there was another one. I couldn't think of what the yeah. scandal song I liked. 
7,718,000 plays. So David Lee Roth wanted her? No, Eddie Van Halen wanted her. She turned it down. He wanted to replace David Lee Roth with her. I mean, it's hard to complain because of how good Sammy Hagar was as a replacement, but... Would have been a whole different thing. Would have been a whole different thing. But she's famous by her own. She had a huge hit as a duet with Don Henley. I just don't think I know her name. Let's see if I could give you. Is it name like begin with a K? Nope. Uh, Let's see if this you know this song? Name that tune, Nick. I don't. Cheesy stuff. Sometimes love just ain't enough. Don Henley and Patty Smythe. Patty Smythe. Patty Smythe, the lead singer of Scandal, was asked by... Not Ant- to be confused with Patty Smith. No. She is not Smith. She's Smythe. She's got a Y, not a not And not an to I. be confused with Kate Smith. That's correct. If she's Patty Smith, then that's just messing with my head, because there's a Y here. No, no it's, it's Smythe. Isn't she Smythe? I'm yeah, she's sure. Smythe. Yeah, Smythe. It's, it's yeah Smythe. Patty Smith. So, yeah, apparently when uh, Van Halen was breaking up and David Lee was on the outs, the first choice of Eddie Van Halen was Patty Smythe. How about that? I mean, that to me, that would have been an absolutely epic transition for Van Halen to go with like a powerful female lead. He was such, you know, what he was writing was so incredible. So, you got anything else? I still have a couple more entertainment. Yeah, I've got videos. this uh, follow up uh, video game question for you. Like All I right. said, got a theme here this week. All right, 10 points each, two answers. Can you tell me the two uh, movies? Based on video games to star Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Two video games turned into movies starring The Rock. One I find far easier than the other because one more recent than the other. But these were video game franchises, became movies. Always the worst movies, right? Always. Can we agree? If it no was question. a video game and then a you movie. turned it into a movie. There's, there's no, no chance. You got no chance. It was going to be good. No. Um, Talk about no backstory. There's really no backstory. It's a video game. Did he do like Halo? No. Did he do? Uh... Gotcha, huh? You want the years? I'll give you the years. I just don't even pay attention to him. Yeah, like... 2005 and 2018 are the. I just don't pay attention to him, man. Like, do you I remember know. the game that where you climb a building and you have to like break a building? Oh wait, wait, wait! Rampage. Rampage. He did Rampage. 2018. I, I remember that. <laughs> this is video. I game. remember that now. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> right. I remember seeing that and going, "You got to <laughs> be kidding me!" Got to be kidding me. Yeah, I remember Rampage. Probably it was kind of fun. You crushed the, the building. A, I wonder how much money that made. <sighs> you think it made a half a billion dollars? Yeah, Rampage. Nauseating. <laughs> the fact that it was made is nauseating. Um. And then the other one I really wasn't familiar with. Mm. Um. The, the the video game. What is it? Doom. Yeah, that's what I meant when I said Halo. I was going for something like Doom's like a first player similar type thing. I don't know. I'm not good with my old school video games. I'm sure Rampage box office. Four hundred and twenty eight million dollars. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> All right. I don't have to even try anymore. So Nick, who Put is who is there's this is like a three part question to end the game, okay? All right. I'll focus. The movie Going Places is the sequel to what film, and it is starring and directed by what actor? Going Places? Correct. Jeez. 
I don't know the movie. Is it? So it's a three part. So there's a different director than a different actor, or it's the same guy. I believe it is the same guy doing both. So I believe he's part. directing it. Yeah, two parts. He's so directing, acting, and it is the sequel to what movie? Going places. Mm-hmm. I could ask it as a three part. In other words, who's directing it? What's the what character is starring in it? And it's the sequel to what movie? I don't think Trading Places had a sequel. It did not. Going places. You want to give me a year or something? I, I, it's coming out. It has not been. Oh, it, oh it's it's going places it's gonna be coming out. out. I, yeah, I it's a movie it, that was already. Nope, it's been finished for two years. But uh, it's he, been finished for two years. He, he couldn't get it released because he he wanted to rework the ending. There's a whole bunch of stuff, and finally, like it's it's ready to come out. You want a hint? Yeah. Okay. He's one of our favorite movie characters of all time. We almost mercilessly quote him. And for such a bit part character, it's ridiculous that we do. (sighs) Man. The pressure of a name. I could unveil it piece by piece and you could get the rest. Go ahead. The name of the actor. John Turturro. They're doing it. The Jesus? The Jesus. Wow. So the Going Coen Places, the Cone Brothers Going Places is getting set to be released. It's the story of the Jesus who was falsely accused of pedophile in a setup and it tells his story. I I thought that they never were making I, I thought that they never were going to do it. It's done. Wow. It's done. It's funny cuz wasn't um, John Goodman on John Turturro a couple had of years to tweak, ago saying listen, how he's waiting for them to call him up to do a... Listen, John Turturro had to tweak Racy Big Lebowski sequel. It shows how stupid men are. So one of the big questions in the midst of Coen Brothers fans is when John Turturro's Going Places will be released in theater. The film is a sequel to the Brothers' 1998 classic The Big Lebowski that focuses on Turturro's breakout character, Jesus, Jesus Quintana. Going Places was filmed in 2006, but has yet to make its debut. Totoro recently teased... 2016, the, you mean? 2016, uh, but has yet to make its debut. Totoro recently teased to The Independent that editing the film took longer than expected because of the climate in which we now live. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the original. It's not fair. It's not fair. The best is How that I... you say that? But that they tease that the Jesus is actually not a pederast. Right. He was falsely accused and set up he, a pedophile, thing is pedophilia. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's going to be even funnier. You know, I, I can't you wait. don't fuck with the Jesus, man. I, I can't. Let wait. me tell you something, Maho. <laughs> you come around here, flashing that piece. I pull it around so fast, shove it off your ass, and pull it a trick or till it goes click. click. <laughs> it's just the greatest character ever. And you see him for like literally, what, three minutes in the entire movie? Oh, yeah. I don't even know if he's on for that. No, long. he's in two scenes, basically. Yeah, and then there's that one where you just look at him and he's just going <laughs> with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, but he's my one of my favorite movie characters of all time. And I have no idea why. He's just hysterical. Yeah, I can't. That's, I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> look what he's wearing, too. It's an all-purple suit. Oh, yeah. Pointed. Eh? <laughs> so, anything else Go you have to end uh, the Quizzo Trivia podcast? No, I'm good, man. By the way, if the Soviet Union will come back, it should be named the Soviet Reunion. <laughs> <laughs>
I heard that joke and oh, I thought okay. that was actually kind of funny. Good one. I don't know. No, it was not. It wasn't that good. It was just, you know, modest. You got nothing in entertainment you want to end with? You're going to let me end yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll end with I want you I'll to end with something. Yes, I want. Unless you want me to go two in a row. Oh, actually, have I have a second? I have a second. Because you, I think you uh, did New Edition reformed as what group? Bell Biv DeVoe. Bell Biv DeVoe. ABC, BBD. Can you think of any other good bands that have disbanded and then reformed with the same members? Manudo? What did they come back as? They came back? Oh, yes. They came back as Ricky Martin. They (laughs) came back as Ricky. (laughs) Yes, they are collectively now Ricky Martin. Uh, No, I can't. Who? Like, I don't know. It's just new just, kids on the block. Oh, well, you got Jefferson. Starship airplane. Jefferson I don't even understand Starship. that. I, I'm going to delve more into who they are. Yeah. Who is the Jefferson? Who is the Starship? All right. I'm going to end you on this one, Nick. I think one of those guys might be in hot tuna. S- simple, true or false question here. Fictional California Highway Patrol officer. Frank Poncharello was played by what actor? Eric Estrada. Yes. True or false, Nick? Eric Estrada is a real police officer now. True. It is true. <laughs> Eric Estrada moved to Idaho and became a deputy. He is a deputy officer, and he literally dresses up in that same chips uniform in Idaho. So that's where he's been. If you want to know, folks, where Eric Estrada <laughs> is, he is pulling people over and going, wait a minute, are you the guy from Chips? Yes, I Where's am. the hidden camera? <laughs> right. Don't you want to go to this town in Idaho and try to do something that's not that serious? I feel just like to for some reason I wouldn't re- Eric Estrada. I feel like for some reason you wouldn't recognize him, but who knows? You think he's like active, or you think this was some like uh, like like a Steven Seagal thing where Steven they gave him Seagal. An, yeah honorary badge? Yeah. So, what about Shaq? Isn't he a cop? Do we have a whole round of like fictional of guys that are like deputized? Can we pull? We could get one. I think we could put that together. Fake cops, fake police officers, and then Shaq, Steven Seagal, and Eric Estrada. All right, that's what we're doing for the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks, for next week. For Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. 